Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Of course, we've been following the story and uh, the terror attack in uh, in Hebron. Absolutely shocking. Really, really just appalling. The recent terror attacks, not only in Hebron, but in fact, it's 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 been happening almost. Well, I would say weekly, but it, it sometimes it's even more common than that. And what was one of the things that we said is we're just not seeing this reported. We are not seeing um, the United Nations up in arms. We're not seeing world media. In fact, I'm pretty sure that it's not even really being reported much. I did see something on BBC, not seeing much here in South Africa. What's the reason for that? Well, James Sinkinson is the president of Facts and Logic about the Middle East. It's called Flame. James, a very good morning. Uh, James has joined us before. Uh, thank you for doing so once again. How are you? Ah, good morning. Good morning. Thanks. So, so it's it's you know we we always lament this, uh, and and I just keep wondering: is it because it's not really news? Is it because it's complicated, or it's been made complicated? It's not, or is it because Jewish lives don't matter? What do you think? Well, I, you know, Israel is far. I I follow my organization follows media in the United States primarily. Right. I'm here in Israel, so of course I see the Israeli media as well. You know, the, the the New York Times does cover it, usually a day or two late. Okay. Rather small stories, but they are covering it. Uh, CBS covers it. Uh, uh, there, there is some modest coverage. It's not a, a blackout on these events. But you're also right that it is complicated. And uh, it's hard for... You know, the, the U.S. media wants to see this as a surge in violence or a wave of violence right. or a violent trend without any real actors, without any cause and effect. What we have here would be more like uh, some some uh, bad people uh, kill other people and the police come in to arrest them. Well, that's not a wave of violence. That mm, is, mm. guys do violent things and the police come in to stop them. That's what essentially what we have here. It's not a surge of violence or a wave of violence between two parties. It's a, one group murdering another group and then the army or the police coming in to, to stop them. That's, that's, um, uh, a, a, a clearer description of really what's going on. What's interesting as well to me, and, 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 and maybe you can, you can assist me with this, is what I find is if these things are covered, they're often covered very intellectually. When Jews are murdered in this way, there's either a sense that it's being reported because it would be remiss not to, but it isn't really reported with the same level of emotion, care that, for ex- that, that, for example, when Shireen Abu Akleh was killed, uh, you had this outpouring of outrage, of sympathy, of we we looking into you know the families and the history. There, there's there's a lot of emotion around it, as there should be for every death. In truth, but but when well, when we see this, the fact that this was, for example, last this week was a kindergarten teacher. You see it in the Israeli press, and you see it uh, in 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 that type. But other than that, it, it it's quite bland. 
Yes. Um, the, the American press tends to want to see it as, again, a tit for tat. Hmm. That is, when the headline appears, it is uh, three Palestinians killed, two Israelis killed. Well, it actually happened in, in a different order. First, the two Israelis were killed. Then the police came in. The, uh, the suspects resisted and were killed. So that's how two Israelis... Also, the uh, Israelis are often characterized in, in um, American media as settlers, mm-hmm. even though uh, just this week two uh, father and son were killed. They were not, they did not live in the West Bank. They lived in Ashdod on the, on the West Coast of, of Israel. But the, they're characterized as settlers, so to, as if to give yeah. the murder excuse the, the word settler is used as as an excuse and and we've seen that you i've seen a number of anti-israel commenters say commentators saying well obviously no death is acceptable but a settler da 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 is uh, you know is not an is not just simply an innocent victim and 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 that's where where the word settler has almost provided permission or justification for a killing of an innocent person. That's right. And uh, most most uh, U.S. coverage of these uh, incidents uh, also is at pains to describe the West Bank as the occupied West Bank or occupied Palestinian territories. You know, it's... Uh, whereas... Israel undeniably controls the West Bank because of uh, a history of mm. uh, throwing Jordan out of it. Um, Israel has tried to give this land up many times to the Palestinians. It is not there. Be- uh, Israel is not there for the most part because it wants to conquer that land, but rather because it wants to uh, ensure security in that land. Which, by the way, I have to say, one one proximate cause of all of this violence could be laid at the feet of the Palestinian Authority, which has completely lost any control of security in the West Bank, particularly in Janine and Nablus, two very large cities, and that's why so much of this terrorist activity is allowed to uh, to gestate and to explode because there's no Palestinian Authority control in those areas. And those are areas that, by the Oslo Accords, are the responsibility of the Palestinian Authority. So it's uh, – and, and, of course, there's a lot of talk about Iran – being involved in this, because when there's lack of leadership, well, either Hamas can get involved, Iran can get involved. There's a vacuum created for for a number of uh, nefarious parties to get involved. That's right. And certainly, speaking of the media, certainly Israeli media uh, covers the Iran connection very strongly. There are photographs of the Ayatollah meeting with with uh, Nasrallah and other Hamas uh, uh, officials, and also uh, the uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad talks about, oh, all of our weapons are supplied by Iran. So there, there is, there is apparently, by all reports uh, from both sides mm-hmm. of it, uh, very strong Iranian involvement in this activity. 
Very, very interesting. We do need to leave it there, but uh, it's uh, it's fascinating. In fact, before I let you go, is there any way, you know, we talk about this, this, the way in which things are reported. Is there any way to change it? I mean, or do we just need to keep raising awareness um, until the penny finally drops if it ever does? <laughs> well, that's a that's a great question. My organization is involved in trying to tell the truth about what's going on in Israel uh, uh, to to augment, let's say, the uh, lies and disinformation that uh, Americans get in the media. And we think that that's an important effort. But as long as you have a the media controlled by a basically a pr- mm. very large pro-Palestinian uh, uh, group of people, the, the, the left, ultra-left in the United States, it's going to be hard to change that narrative. They have that narrative. They're going to stick to it. And the best we can do is just keep telling the truth and speaking out and making sure that the word gets out. And thanks to programs like yours. Absolutely, and we will certainly continue to do that. That's James Sinkinson, who is the president of Fact and Logic about the Middle East, called Flame, talking to us about the recent terror attacks in Israel and how they are being reported.